Hello, welcome to the Elevate Your Wellbeing podcast with your host, Rachel Wagstaff, yoga teacher, wellbeing coach, and former snoozeaholic. In this podcast, I'm going to be diving into wellbeing tips and tools to help you feel great daily, just like you deserve to. Hello, welcome to another episode of Elevate Your Wellbeing. It's episode eight. Can't quite believe we're getting close to double digits. So thank you very much for listening. I'm really enjoying these podcasts. But before I go off on a tangent about that, or before I dive into this week's topic, which I'm really excited about, make sure you have some light on you to get curtains open. Maybe you're listening to this outside. I know a few of you have told me you do this or, you know, you're listening to the podcast whilst you're out for a run or whilst you're walking the dog, which is amazing. So do get that natural light on you because it does really help not only help you to become a more of a morning person, but it helps you with your sleep as well. This is kind of a bit of a topic we're going to go into today. Make sure you also have some water. Hydrating first thing really makes a difference. And if you are a coffee lover, I want you to still enjoy your coffee. Uh, but try to hydrate with water first. It will make a huge difference. And there is a myth I will be busting about coffee on a later episode. But for now, the topic of this week's podcast episode is, do I really have to get up that early? Do I really have to get up that early? And I felt like this for years. Now, I love that I'm doing this topic today. We have a new moon tomorrow in Aquarius. And Aquarius is really all about being a bit of a rebel. It's all about inviting in change. It's the eccentric. And this is something we've been, you know, you've probably heard of the age of Aquarius, which we'll be moving into a little bit more later on in this year when Pluto finally shifts out of Capricorn because Pluto is all about transformation. And... It's honoring change and transformation. It's what are you resisting? So if you do say things like, do I really have to get up that early? I'm just too busy. Where's the resistance? What's coming up that you are resisting? Because there's resistance there. And this is going to be a bit of a coaching session on today's episode. What are you actually resisting? When you're saying things like, do I have to really get up that early? I can't get up that early. I'm not a morning person. I've always been a night owl. And I always took on that belief too. I always felt like I was not a morning person. And you might have heard this story before, read this story before, especially if you're on my mailing list and you've read my my journey of always believing that I was a night owl and diving into the astrology side of it a bit more. When you read your birth chart or have your birth chart read, knowing not only the date that you're born but the time you're born is really essential and I was born around 10 30 p.m so my mum would always joke that I'm a night owl I would never sleep during the day or I wouldn't sleep very well I'd be wide awake and wired at night because that because I was born at that time of night so I was naturally a night owl and whether that was how I was as a baby fair enough but obviously I took on this persona because I heard so often that I'm a night owl. I don't sleep very well at night. I'm wide awake at night. And I took that persona, that persona on. I took on those traits, those habits. 
and it became who I was. And quite embarrassingly so, I do put in my intro that I'm a former snoozeaholic. And I will dive into that a little bit more on another episode. If you are interested, let me know. Do get in touch. All the ways you can get in touch with me are in the show notes. But do let me know if you relate to this. Do you Have you ever asked yourself or said that statement, do I really have to get out there early? I'm not a morning person. It's just not possible for me to do that. I'm just far too busy put something out in my day in my routine and I call BF because unless you have a newborn baby kind of a puppy (laughs) the pintry of the whole puppy mode uh but yeah unless you you know unless you have a newborn or you're caring for someone and it's all about them um it should still be about you there should be elements about you and I think this is a big thing another myth that there are people I'm following with regards to pregnancy and motherhood. You know, you are still important. You are just as important as baby. But I get it, it's tricky. But up until 2021, actually, it feels quite bizarre to say. So two years, two years, I'm now celebrating two years of having a consistent morning routine. I feel like I need to put a little fanfare in here. If I have that ability, uh when I edit this but two years this year I'm celebrating my two-year anniversary of being a morning person of having a morning routine and really honoring it now I've had elements of a morning routine for way 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 longer than that but I went with the flow I'm a very creative very fluid person and always felt that having a morning routine would be too rigid that discipline was too restrictive And that's one of the reasons I put up this resistance to having a morning routine. Or I felt like I was missing out because everything happens in in the evening, doesn't it? You get home from work and you want to spend time with your friends, your family. You want to watch all the things on telly or Netflix. It's just another, another thing, just one more episode or let's just quickly do this. And realistically, looking back, it really wasn't healthy. But it's obviously what I had to go through to experience it so then I could become this morning person and rave about it and really fall in love with it and that's exactly what I do I'm someone that when I fall in love with something I really do shout about it from the rooftops because I know how good it feels so if you're listening to this and on the you know edge and you're kind of like I'm not sure I do not really know if I'm a morning person please keep listening because up until the beginning of 2021 I was not a morning person I was a full-on snoozeaholic. I was happy to snooze. I was happy to stay up till 8 o'clock in the morning. And I really didn't feel good. You know, I was promoting, especially as a yoga teacher, there was things, you know, I was promoting and I really wasn't listening to them. You know, I can hear on my head now as I say this, that line from Alice in Wonderland, which is, you know, I give myself very good advice, but I very seldom follow it. Because if you give everyone else good advice, which is why you give good advice, but if you don't really take it on, it's like if you create this excuse, this limiting belief, I don't have enough time, do I really have to get up that early? I'm just so busy, I'm not a morning person. If you're creating these beliefs, if you're constantly telling yourself that, that's what's going to happen. You're going to prove yourself right. That's how the brain works. You're going to prove yourself right. So why did I spend... 37 plus years 
of being a full-on night owl, refusing to be a morning person, looking at that whole 5am club and thinking, no, 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 they're crazy, it's not for me. And I will just put out here before you like go, no, I'm not interested in the 5am club. I do not get up at 5am. It's something I'm intrigued about. It's something some of my clients do after working with me, you know, because that works with their lifestyle, which I'm going to get into. But you've got to work with what works best for you. And like with anything, I literally just answered an email from a client interested in booking a day retreat. And she says that she doesn't practice yoga very much. And this is why I don't call a lot of my things yoga something, because it's not all about the yoga. There's elements of yoga that's not physically practicing yoga, but it's not all there is. So she was saying, oh, but I don't really practice yoga that much. Could I come on a yoga retreat? Of course you can, because we don't just do that. And it's it's looking at how you can do things when you're new to them. And, you know, it's like, oh, I'm a beginner. I'm, can I do the day? It's like, yeah, for, you know, for, say, a six-hour day together, maybe two hours of that is done is focus on physically practicing yoga so it's, it trickled in and if I don't expect you to do that as part of your morning routine of doing two hours a day or an hour a day it's trickled in we've just come back from or not long come back from having time off for Christmas and I always try to highlight to people the one percent method for a reason and I go into the one percent method more on episode six so do go back and have a listen to that if you haven't already but the reason I love the 1% method is because something is better than nothing. Something really is better than nothing. And if you could do something, one minute a day, one round of sun salutations, one minute of focusing on your breathing and the meditation, writing down, you know, answering a prompt, which we're going to get at the end. Remember, make sure you've got your journaling, uh, journal practice in with me. So you've got your journal and your pen ready for the end of the episode. But it's, something's always better than nothing. And this is how I built up my morning routine. So I didn't dive in and create this elaborate 20, 30 minute routine, which I now have. I now have this really lovely, very sacred routine that I absolutely adore, but it didn't start as that. And the reason it really came about was because one of the businesses I do, which is more of a business coaching, helping other people create their business, promoting well-being through using this particular product, which is the water, which I'll be getting into on a, on a future episode. I do talk about it a fair amount on my socials, so do check that out or just get in touch if you're interested. But it was part of this training platform that I'm in. And in at the beginning of 2021, the like leaders, as it were, of the group, the, the people that were you know, further ahead than I was, so they were, you know, had more experience than I did. They were putting together this training platform called a six-week business launch. And the first week had nothing to do with business. It was all about setting up your morning routine. The six-week business launch course that I went through at the beginning of 2021, it was the business launch course and week one had nothing to do with business. It was all about morning routine. So what did I do? I created that morning routine because these people I looked up to, these people I had known for about two years, hadn't really spoken much about a morning routine. We were going all into business and it was something that, you know, I heard other people talk about, thought, oh yeah, that would be nice, but I'm a night owl, I'm not a morning person. And suddenly 
these mentors that I trusted recommended as part of your business launch, whether you're launching a new business or relaunching or just rebranding, whatever you were doing in your business, was week one, focus on yourself. Because if you aren't in your best health, in your best shape, in your you know mentally and physically, which is why a morning routine is really beautiful because it really helps with that mental well-being as well as physical well-being. But you can only give out as well as you feel. And that's why this morning routine was so empowering and so important to set up. And I gave it a go. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. And I, I've never looked back. Never looked back. And it's crazy. As someone who has loved yoga for, what, probably, what, 30 plus years now. And has taught yoga for over 10 years, has really been into well-being for pretty much my whole life. I have been a holistic therapist. That was over 15 years ago. So I'm I'm really, you know, I have a lot of experience in the holistic health industry. But it wasn't until a business-focused course recommended that I start a morning routine. So I'm going to dive into this a little bit more and I'd love to know your thoughts on this of, you know, how do you feel about morning routine? Do you have a morning routine? Is it something you would love to do, but aren't sure how? And then the big question is, when do you set up a morning routine? And, you know, do I really need to get up at silly o'clock in the morning? Do I have to get up that early? And I'm going to dive into a few factors because this really does depend on a few factors going on in your life. And I'm going to break this down into three. So, Factor or point number one is your current lifestyle. So what is your current lifestyle like? And this is what I call the lifestyle audit. Because, you know, I, I see this a lot. There's a big thing that I'm looking into, which is learning more about financial management. And a big thing I keep seeing that people are advertising is, you know, I don't know how, where I'm spending my money. And the same goes with your time. Do you know realistically where you're spending or how you're spending your time? And you might go, oh, yeah, well, I wake up at this time and then I'm going to work at this time. So I'm in the car, I'm commuting, I'm at work between this time and this time. But have you ever said, oh, I don't know where the time's gone? Have you ever said, oh, I don't know where the time's gone? And maybe you've said that if you're at work and you've got your head down and you're focused on what you're doing. But if if you've lost time, kind of aimlessly not really focused then you don't really know how you're spending your time and this I will ex expand on on because this will be factor number three a bit more but doing a lifestyle audit and really seeing where and how you're spending your time is really going to be beneficial and I do have a freebie for you if you want a little bit of a guided like five minute walkthrough from me or I can expand on this a bit more in a one-on-one -on -one coaching session, or this is what we're going to be going into really elaborately on the six-week well-being course, which starts in February, which I'm really excited about. So do you go to, what time do you go to bed? Are you going to bed at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, midnight, later? And depending on the time of you go to bed, you're not going to get deep, restful sleep. You're not going to get REM sleep. And it's not going to be helpful or encouraging if you're getting if you're going to bed at 11, 
12 or 1 a.m. or even later, your body's really not going to want to get up at 7 a.m., let alone 5 or 6 a.m. You're going to just feel so unfocused. So you haven't had that deep breath. You're going to be very zombie-like. So it's really important, like looking at what time are you even going to bed? Remember the reverse engineering we did last week? What time are you wanting to wake up? So realistically, what time do you really need to go to bed? Because seven to eight hours really is optimal. Six hours is normal for people, but especially if you do suffer from insomnia, but really look at your current lifestyle if that is the case that you find you have trouble sleeping. So current lifestyle could also be a client of mine was waking up already at 6.30. Uh, I mean, that's earlier than I get. My alarm doesn't go off until 6.45 at the moment. And, you know, in the UK, in the Northern Hemisphere, it's dark then. It's, you know, it's, it's just starting to get light. And I really want to honor that, that synchronicity. So my aim for this year is to start waking up as a little bit earlier as the sun rises, but because it's dark, it is harder to get that motivation. So anyway, this client of mine was saying, well, I already get up at 6.30 with the rest of the family. It feels rushed. It feels manic to get everyone ready and out of the house. And she runs her own business and was feeling she didn't have enough time to do that. She does this around looking after the kids and her full-time nine till five. And she decided that she was going to wake up at 4.30 to get two hours in when it's completely quiet before the rest of the family is up. And she cannot believe how much time she has to get things done, how much she gets things done. Now, I didn't set that 4.30 wake up time. She decided... How much time do I want to spend on my self-care, on a morning routine and focusing on my business and not be disturbed? And she has really noticed the difference. And even just her energy, you can really feel the difference in her, in her energy. So the first thing is, what is your current lifestyle like? And you can go into a lifestyle audit. And I will put this in the show notes as well. So you can have the link to the, the little walkthrough that I do. The second is your mindset. The second is your mindset. And you've heard me say loads of these already in this episode. How often do you say, I just don't have the time? How often do you question, do I really have to get up that early? And these are your limiting beliefs. And anything that is a limiting belief, what we call um, in the coaching industry, a fixed mindset is your your brain will will try to prove you right regardless of whatever you tell yourself your brain will prove you right so notice any time you have a limiting belief whether it's about I'm not worthy enough I'm stupid I just don't have the time I'm too busy I don't like this yoga pose uh you know whatever it is and then flip it. And this is then going into a growth mindset. Where can you go past this resistance and embrace change? Be the rebel and prove yourself right for the opposite. I am worthy. I can do this. I do have the time. I love this yoga pose with a smile on your face. So really notice the thoughts that you think. 
because the thoughts that you think become your being, become your reality. And then going on a little bit more elaborating with your current lifestyle, the third factor I want to highlight is time management. Because how well do you realistically manage your time? Oh, yeah, I'll be able to do that in five minutes and it takes an hour. Yeah, let's just watch one more episode and then two hours have gone and you've been mindlessly watching stuff on Netflix rather than doing other things. And that's where doing a lifestyle audit will really help you see where and how you spend your time and be really honest with yourself. And then you can manage your time and you can realistically see where you get these pockets of time to go into doing something for yourself. And this is where we go on to my favorite tips to becoming a morning person. And there are a few factors that really help. And the first one is pick a time to wake up and a time to go to bed and try to stick to it. Make a commitment to yourself. Say, I'm going to go to bed at this time. And when it's that time, you go to bed. And then set the alarm to wake up at the same time. And you get yourself into this routine. Get yourself, get yourself into this routine. Second one is a little trick called habit stacking. Where you stack a new habit on top of another habit. So we call this unconscious competence, unconscious competence. And this is where you don't really have to think about what you're doing with the old habit. So you can focus on the new habit because you automatically do the old habit. So if you've ever driven home, for example, and it's almost like you're on autopilot and you're like, oh, I don't really remember how I got home, which sounds absolutely bizarre and bonkers and quite scary, to be fair, when we think it. But I've thought that loads of times because I'm I know where I'm going. I'm being present when I'm on the road, but I don't have to think about it too much that I could then have it stack and think, well, this year I want to read 12 books. But do I have the time to do that? Actually, I'm in the car commuting for X amount of hours every week. What if I listened to the audio book whilst I'm in the car? That's your habit stacking. You could do the same within the one of the businesses I'm in for uh, the automated business with regard to the well-being through water. A lot of the times I've listened to training because there's lots of things as I've gone into this new business that I don't know. I'm completely it's completely new to me. I'm learning, and I've watched replays or I've attended these live calls, and it's because of the time difference because a lot of mentors for me are in Australia or in America. And for me, it could be dinner time. So I'll actually join a training or watch a replay whilst I'm cooking dinner, because I don't have to have my full attention on what I'm doing with cooking dinner. So notice what habits you already have. It could be something as simple as cleaning your teeth. As I've already said at the beginning of this podcast, some of you are doing habits like going for a run or walking the dogs. So you could listen to a podcast, you could listen to an audio book, you could listen to a training whilst you're on a run, whilst you're walking the dogs. Maybe you already do that, let me know. So look at what you already do. How can you stack a new habit that you want to do on top of that? 
another one could be really simple in your morning routine if you don't feel that you have much time in the morning do a gratitude practice or listen to a meditation whilst you're in the shower there was an interview I did last year and we were chatting about how the the person who was interviewing me she started a gratitude practice with her children she'd get her children involved and I was chatting on my Instagram recently a couple of weeks ago probably once this episode goes up about starting a gratitude jar and it can be something really simple and you can involve other people so you could sit down over breakfast and say out loud your gratitude a little bit like a the, you know an American Thanksgiving where you go around the table and say what you're thankful for but you could do that every single day and have a gratitude practice and another tip is create an evening routine. If you really don't feel that you're a morning person, if you really resonate as a night owl, don't start with a morning routine. Start with your evening routine instead. How are you winding down in the evening? Could you prepare the night before? sort your bag out, get your clothes ready, have lunches packed, have things out ready so they're easily accessible, know where things are so you're not rushing around like a headless chicken in the morning trying to get everything together and trying to find things. Create an evening routine to wind down. And you'll start to see this as you go through your lifestyle audit, see those pockets of time. You do have time. I bet you you have time. I'm willing to bet that you have time to fit in a morning routine but there are so many different ways you can do it so just recapping a few factors that can limit you at the moment uh how you have got your current lifestyle set up your mindset what limiting beliefs you have in play and how you manage your time and some tips to become a morning person pick a time to wake up and pick a time to go to bed and stick to them. Try to stick to them. And if you fall off the wagon, you know, you're human. Things happen. Things get in the way. But don't let those slip-ups become the habit. Notice, oh, you know, this, this happened. I'll get back on the wagon. That's the habit you're trying to create, that consistency. It's much better to keep trying and not be perfect because you're trying every single day, you've got that 100% consistency if you show up every single day. Whereas if you only show up when you're perfect and your consistency might be 30%, who's actually gonna be more productive? So work with that consistency. Stacking a habit onto another habit. Total game changer, huge game changer. This is the big one for me. This is how I've created a morning routine. Stack a new habit on top of, of an old habit. And create an evening routine. Help yourself. Get yourself sorted the night before. Take however long it takes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, to go, right, I'm going to get my bag sorted. I'm going to get my lunch sorted. I'm going to put everything here by the front door, for example, so it's all ready to go, so I can grab, get up, get ready. My clothes are out. I'm done. And really do go into the, sh into the show notes and I'll put it at the top of the link for the lifestyle audit. So you can go through and see where you do have those pockets of time, because I bet you do. Remember, we start, what is the date for the 20th? We start, doo -doo 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 -doo. 
in two weeks we will have started so the 2nd of february we will be starting the embodied vitality six week well-being course bookings are still open you can uh, sign up still you get 222 pounds or your equivalent in your currency off and that is valid if you sign up by the 31st of january so you have two less than two weeks 10 days to sign up and save some money so it's only 333 pounds instead of 555 and giving you so much value in this course i'm really excited to go through this with you details are in the show notes you can sign up in the show notes if you need to get in touch get in touch with me via facebook via instagram or via email all the details are in the show notes and grab your journal that's where we'll wrap up this week's practice grab your journal press new page and your journaling prompt for this week in what ways have i been clinging to an old way of life that is no longer serving me In what ways have I been clinging to an old way of life that is no longer serving me? And to rephrase that, because as you should know by now, hopefully you do know by now, I like to keep it super simple. So a simple, simple form of this would be, how am I resisting change? How am I resisting change? Have a little reflection on that. And I'd love to know how you're getting on with this. Do get in touch. All the ways you can get in touch with me are in the show notes. If you have got any questions, do let me know. If you want to explore your lifestyle audit and time management and limiting beliefs more, you can book me as your coach. We'll be going into this in the six-week wellbeing course, Embodied Vitality, which starts on the 2nd of February. If you would prefer a one-on-one, I do a 90-minute, that's an hour and a half, coaching call. Or you can have three-month or six-month one-on-one coaching with me. And that will get very limited because the more clients I'm starting to get, the less time I'm available. So if you know you want one-on-one coaching, get in now whilst it's available. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope you have a fantastic, phenomenal week. I'm really looking forward to next week's podcast already. And I shall see you then. Take care.